if there was a that the only connection to Hideo Kojima was like they hired the guy who helped him come up with his previous marketing stuff to like make to their do this. marketing yeah yeah but it's not like he's not a part of it at all but they just right they came up with a similar they got his marketing guy well like for PT that was a fake studio. Hired his fucking marketing guy look what the marketing guy's fucking doing mm-hmm. yeah PT you know? PT was a fake studio also yeah Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 306. I'm one of your hosts, Neo Aoshi, joined by Trip Zero. What's up, guys? It's Trip Zero. Hello again. And Felix Hergood. This is Felix Hergood. Boys, what's up? This week, we got a very cool topic on the menu. Um, We're going to be talking about the Blue Box Conspiracy, a new pop-up studio that is announcing a new game, and a lot of weird controversy surrounding it. Um, But before that, please follow us on all of your podcast services of choice, YouTube, Google, Apple. Subscribe for the Daily Reset. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Great show, great new show. We're loving it. Um, so, if you want to get your daily gaming news, do that. Subscribe on all of the networks at the same do, time, all do, the platforms, do, all together. Do, um, I do want to actually, it. real quick, talk about the daily reset because uh, people have asked me, you've asked me, uh, people have reached out and texted. Um, there has not been a new daily reset episode, I think, since was it Monday? Oh, yeah, Monday, August second. Since I'm the one that is running the daily reset and started up the uh, the uh, the project here, no one else has like you know the ability to get it up and running. Um, and there were things in my life that kind of prevented a smooth creation of that content, and I didn't want to like half-ass it or rush it or push it back even further in the day or have like holes in the weeks. Um, so it fell off, uh, admittedly, and I do apologize because I know people were liking it and uh, I was enjoying doing it too. Um, it will come back on Monday for sure. There are already new systems i have in place to make it even easier um and i can think of ways to get people to help if need be i don't want to put too many things on people's plates which is why uh, i was shouldering the entire burden myself but like obviously you know uh no man is an island as they say so um yeah we'll we'll work on more uh effective content in the future and getting it out to you and hopefully not getting any more interruptions i mean they're they're gonna happen in the in the future obviously there's gonna be holidays there's nothing wrong with taking a week break like colbert does it you know steven um seth myers does it like yeah dude nothing wrong with it nothing wrong with that i and i did hit a goal i i hit a a goal of a month straight oh shit congratulations before, before some yeah there was actually a month of solid daily episodes before it before it stumbled which i think is a great metric to start with, especially from Total Scratch, so, so yeah. But to mad. people that enjoy the show, it'll it'll be back on Monday. I promise you. And actually, in the morning this time, not at two p.m. <laughs> I don't get mad when John Oliver skips episodes. I don't. Yeah, I do. I demand his yeah. his intellectual knowledge and humor. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're good when they come back. So, as a new show, though, it's got to be every day. It's it's the yeah. daily reset, not the every whenever he feels like it reset. It's the daily reset. Right. But yes, for those of you who asked, I appreciate the concern. It will be back. I promise you. I will be letting you know 
every day in just a few minutes what's going on in the gaming world. Love it. Cool. Well, uh, now that we're hopping right into it, uh, who wants to go first? Felix, what have you been up to? We didn't see you last week. Oh, God. Yeah, I was going to volunteer, know. Felix, even if he didn't want to talk. Nice. I was going to see you. Yeah, we we got to get you on the show. Would, I, I read, read your mind. Suck. I, I come back to the show and then I just don't say anything. I'm like, I don't really. Yeah, not like much. This week. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to bore you again uh, with the same shit that I bore you with every week because I'm an obsessed nutbag when it comes to two service games that I play. How, a lot. how do you know we're bored? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to look. All I'm going <laughs> to say is I've been getting a lot of worth and value out of fallout 76 and elder scrolls online. Those two games. Um, I did Sick. dig in. I will talk about a game that's very old that I did dig into again, because you can't just always keep playing the same thing. You got to break it up. Just playing these two Facts. games back and forth, ping ponging back and forth. is not enough. So I broke it, broke out and, downloaded saints row <laughs> so ooh, okay i downloaded okay. saints row because i never played it i did play saints row 2 i did play saints row the third and i platinum saints row four uh, i never played Damn. dead out of hell how did but, you play four without playing three knowing what i know about you and how we no, were I, very I, similar I just said, no 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 i said i did not play one i played two i played three and i platinumed oh, four i'm sorry That's, in the past you. you mean yeah. yeah i got you in the past yeah i thought um, i heard you say you downloaded three for some reason i don't know no i, I what i did download because i watched a video that's very compelling um by somebody on youtube mm-hmm. uh, i did see that the remaster for the higher resolution consoles uh, of saints row the third is a legit rework of everything like it's a really good looking change like okay. uh with very 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 high high like they regrafted like all the characters like and made them again so it's re- it's really cool i'm i'm kind of interested in maybe playing saints row the third definitely again i started playing saints row and i don't know if you guys ever played this but saints row is like a open world gta i think originally with the original saints row it was just a gta rip basically the company went to yeah that's kind of the the vibe that i always understood from it so it had a a much more uh jocular aesthetic is the best way to put it like it was uh you know it didn't take itself as serious as grand theft auto but it was still open world driving around doing fetch quests getting the stuff done Mm -hmm. Um, but it doesn't have like a I mean, it has a core story, but you just don't dial into it as much as when you play Grand Theft Auto. When you play Grand Theft Auto, even 3 when you play it, the cutscenes that they developed for that, because um, I'm also playing that. I'm playing Grand Theft Auto 3, too. Oh, are you really? <laughs> so I'm alternating wow. between these two, these two standalone like, games okay. that essentially were competitors to each other at that time okay. period. Um, I mean, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out in 2001, and then Saints Row, I think, came out. Saints Row came out maybe in 2004, like maybe a couple of years later. You can definitely tell because the development is way better. Like, they just have, like, more more of their shit in line in right. Saints Row than they did in Grand Theft Auto 3. But um, two, obviously two different studios. I think uh, Saints Row is uh, Deep Silver, I think it was. Yeah, or... and Volition. I think. Yeah, Volition. It, it changed. Saints, it uh, changed hands Silver. at one point. Yeah, those. Yeah, yeah. And now they're Th- all. Like it was THQ. THQ yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it, it holds up. I don't. You know, like I always say to people, I can't retro a game that I never played before, and that's like my golden rule. Like, 
I can't go back and play something I never played. And that generally holds up. I, I, I usually can't. But with this game, I didn't play it, but it did essentially play, you know, Saints Row 2, which is, was the game right after it. So I'm fine with it. I mean, it has a lot of glitches. And, you know, it's, it's in the evolution of open world games, it's one of those games where it's early on and they don't have things like Figured out, instant yeah. fast travel. You know, like you have to literally drive to every quest, just like you did in the original Grand Theft Auto 3. Except Gross. the map, the map <laughs> seems like it's twice as big as that. So it's like you got to drive even further, man. It's a, it's kind of a pain in the ass. And there's just there's just little big little maps bugs. are fun, honestly. Yeah, there's little bugs here and there that are just fucking stupid. And I'm like, God damn! I wish they would have hammered that out like before the game got released. You know? Yeah. Um, but on the on the whole, like I like the weapons in it, and I like the missions where you you know it's jocular in the sense that like. You know, like pimps and hoes and language, and you know, there's a lot of sexism in the game, so you got to be careful if you don't like any of that shit. Um, they were uh, they were trying to go for that GTA that GTA money. No, they they were totally trying to to capture the gamer who's into like a jocular sexist like shoot 'em up. You know, that's when you said that the game it takes itself less seriously than than GTA, that's already a, a a pretty telling statement because GTA does not take itself seriously like it it, right. it it's the it's, game's it's, just satire humor right right and it's a well put together product so in that sense it's it is taken seriously but like what they put out there is very much uh not taking anything seriously even though there's like a veneer of seriousness in the game so i would i would so i studied a lot of grand theft auto and i would say that their main goal in that was to his main goal uh sam um sam um Bucks his last name. The guy who runs Rockstar, Dan Hauser, Sam Fuck, Sam Hauser. Yeah, Dan Hauser. Well, Dan Hauser is just the writer. Sam Hauser is the one who's the executive. So Sam Hauser's real goal when he was creating GTA was to do two things. One, he was trying to capture his love of cinema in video game form, and then two, he was also trying to critique Americana. Like those, those were two very implicit goals or explicit goals, not implicit. Uh, they were explicit goals. Like that's, that was their goal. Um, you know, saints row is probably the worst example out of all the series to describe as, as doesn't take itself serious because I think at the time when saints row was made, it was taking itself more serious. Like it's lighter in a lot of stuff, but it, it doesn't have all the hokey jokes and shit. Like when you get into saints row two, and you get into Saints Row, especially Saints Row the Third. Saints Row the Third had um, had Keith David playing a character in the game, and Keith David playing Keith David. <laughs> so Keith um, David, I'm, I'm sorry. Who? Okay, real quick. So Who's this Keith is, David? Do, do I know Keith? Oh, David? Oh yeah, you, you do. He, he played the yeah. He played the Arbiter in Halo Two. He was in the Riddick oh, movies. He's okay. He's got that that oh, voice. My God. Yes, he's yes, got yes, that yes, voice. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know. Yes, I know exactly. Exactly. All right. Yeah, he's so, the guy so, that uh, Riddick. He was in. The, he was in Pitch Black, but he visited yep. Riddick. Riddick visited him in Chronicles of Riddick. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you know in the yep. city. That's yep. him. He uh, also I'm, was I'm in, actually uh, pretty uh, pretty deep in the, of the Riddick lore. I'm a I'm a, I'm a Riddick I stan. Love Riddick more than I should. <laughs> I do. I used to love That's those the movies. Best way to put it, I yeah. love it more than I should. <laughs> Keith David is in the infamous "They Live" Jesus fight Christ. scene. Did mm-hmm. you see? live with the the where he's trying the uh, no, Roddy, 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 Piper, 
Roddy Roddy Piper is trying to convince Keith David, his friend, um, that the glasses, the world is full of these aliens that are that are body snatcher type thing. Where yeah, yeah. Oh, the that, only way you can meme. see them. Yeah. The only way you can see them is if you put on this certain pair of glasses, you can see who the fucking pod people are. There's and a meme. Like, <laughs> there's a right. meme that goes around the internet where people will have that guy putting the glasses on and they'll put like he's like looking at a thing and then it's something else when he puts it and he's just like, Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it's Roddy Rowdy Piper and Keith David get into this because Roddy Rowdy Piper is trying to convince Keith David of the, of the world being manipulated by these pod people. And he's mm-hmm. trying to put glasses on him and he's like, I won't fucking do it. You know? And they get into a fight over it, a really hokey over the top fucking fight. But anyway, Keith David's been in the industry for years. He's hilarious. He's, he's shows up a bunch of shit in the third game. He literally shows up. He, he's been, pl- he plays a character, Julius from the beginning of saints row one. He's the main character, the main leader of the gang in saints row one. And then later on, he plays Julius as a lesser character and plays Keith David as the one of the main characters. Okay, which is the, so fucking weird. This reminds this reminds <laughs> me of great. another thing. In one of the Oceans movies, there's a scene where Sandra Bullock and George Clooney are they or yeah, they have to find Sandra Bullock and George Clooney as themselves and impersonate them to get into whatever they're heisting. I forgot which Wait, oceans is this, is this um no it's, it's uh it's 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 not one of the um, oceans movies. No, no, no it like, is, but yeah, it's it's you're thinking of oceans too, and it's um, it's not Sandra Bullock. It is God. What's her name? Um, Roberts. Julia, oh, yes, Julia, Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Yes, Julia Roberts yes. is plays uh, Danny Ocean's wife, but like. The in the inside joke in the movie is that she looks like Julia Roberts, who right. obviously plays Death Stringer for Julia Roberts. And then so they use her to like pretend it's Julia Roberts in one uh, of like one of their heist plans. So she plays herself uh, in the movie as well as the wife. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I think is a funny thing to do. I think that's pretty hilarious. But my point is, is yeah, in the third, they really in two it starts in two and then you know, in two they introduce a mini game where the goal is to drive a shit truck around and spray as much shit on houses. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, real nicely. So nice a, waste, yeah. a waste management truck around. I certainly shoot, took a turn. Shoot, shoot the human waste all over the houses. Sure. And you can get score points for that. But like very early on, like oh, they points. have they have a mini game called, uh, which is really good, uh, called, uh, man, I'm going to blank on what it's called. But it's like, it's like trying to, um, to get a lawsuit, you know, like, you know how you throw yourself in front of a car. Insurance fraud yeah. lawsuit, yeah, right. yeah. Insurance yeah. fraud, that's what it's called. Thank yeah. you for saying I, yeah. that, because I couldn't even think of it. But I, yeah, it's, dude, it's I do called it insurance fraud in the game. But you go to an icon on the map, just like you would in GTA, but you get there, it's insurance fraud. And then your goal is to walk into an intersection that's near where that icon was, and basically all the cars are whipping through it. Like, suddenly cars in the game are just driving real fast. <laughs> and, like, your job is just to hit two buttons and throw yourself in front of a car <laughs> and s- see how many points Jeez. you can get for getting flung like down the road, like hold on. And, I, yeah, go ahead. Can I can I tangent for go a second ahead. off of that idea? Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say I, we we can pin this, or I can tangent right now. But I'll take the bait. There was a game that I got for free when I got my PlayStation Three because I bought the bundle with Metal Gear Solid Four, and it came with ten dollars for the PSN store. And with that ten dollar credit, I bought a game called Pain. And the goal of pain 
was to launch a ragdoll, sorry, ragdoll style character into a giant city sandbox and see how much shit they could smash into and break as you yeah. watch their body ragdoll around the map. That's exactly and, what this is. And you just got more points for the more shit that you hit and the more shit that broke because of how you got sent into different things or the car you made run off the road and smack into a building and it's glass shattering. It was incredible. In this, you can only get, you can only get points in this for hitting, getting hit by cars. That's pretty, that's the exception. Maybe you get points. If you, you definitely get points. If, if you do it in front of cops and don't get caught. (laughs) So like, there's all these like stupid things that you can do. Um, but like, see, that's ridiculous. You see what I mean? That's more ridiculous than what Grand Theft Auto often offered to you in terms of missions. Like they basically, they took the blueprint of GTA and they said, how can we make this slightly, a little bit more ridiculous, a little bit more not serious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I enjoy it. You know, it's, I really do think that going from Saints Row one to two, they just copy and pasted the map. Like it's, a, it, it, I, I memorized the map when I played played the original saints row two and it's exactly the same map. Like, I don't think they changed the city at all going from one to two. Hmm. I don't, nothing, nothing seems different. It seems like I'm playing the exact same goddamn game, to be honest with you, even like where the mini missions are and where they develop. It's, it's kind of cool that you could, uh, play the same map, but if there's no growth, that's not cool. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that. Well, let me tell you, there's growth. When you go from saints row one to two, you can actually make a female character in saints row two. And in saints row one, you could not make a character. And that's, that's also where the game is different and how you don't get more invested in it. Like you do in GTA In GTA, you have a character, the character. I mean, I know in GTA three, the character doesn't say anything. And most people don't even know his real name is Claude, but that's his real fucking name. Like his name is Claude, but um, like, you get more invested in Claude because Claude mm-hmm. is just this guy who's like a driver for, and you can put yourself in his shoes um, in, in saints, Row, but you don't get fully invested because he's still Claude and you're you, but in saints row, you can make the character look like yourself. You can actually create a character. You have like, you know, like you would in an RPG game, you have the ability to like use sliders to like, you know, and then in saints row two, when you make a female, you have sliders like a boob slider. Like you have all kinds of, uh, sliders to make the character look however you want it to. So, you know, in that respect, they, they changed like minor mechanics here and there, but some of the core elements, uh, going from one to two are pretty much the same and seem, but I'm going to play through it. I'm going to play through it. I'll finish it. I'm probably not going to go for like a trophy on it because I noticed there's like multiplayer trophies in there still. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Like what kind of multiplayer did that game? <laughs> yeah. It's a weird. And how many people are still around playing it? No one. I can't get those trophies. Um, oh, maybe yeah. maybe they're really easy to get with the amount of people that are playing right now. You never know. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll explore it. But um, but yeah. So uh, just I, I was playing that. I messed around with that, and then of course just doing. There was an event in Elder Scrolls Online, uh, the Elsewhere event that I think I mentioned on the last show, and that ended. And I didn't really play it because I wasn't really invested in that. Mostly, I've just been doing all of the Dark Brotherhood stuff in uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Like really digging into that guild and then doing all the quests related to it. You had to do this thing called the Litany of Blood where you had to assassinate like 30 people all over the map in different regions. And I did that and that was a lot of fun. Um, and that's it, man. Just trying to figure out my build and leveling up. I mean, like I'm in high champion levels now. I'm like at level 530 now. So Oh, shit. Like been, nice. 
Yeah. Is it just endless leveling? I don't know if it's endless leveling, but it's definitely way higher than what I'm I'm at. I, I don't think it's endless leveling, but like there are dudes that I come across who are a 1500 plus. Like, so I don't, I don't know how high it goes to be honest with you. Couldn't tell you, but uh, it's a fun game. I haven't been playing fallout much though. Like fallout. I finished the season and I'm just waiting just like you are with destiny. I'm just waiting until the next season would drop. I, I'm Fall- waiting for, uh, go ahead. I was going to say fall off 76. That's all I was going to say. Yeah. Fall, fall off. 76. <laughs> I'm waiting for fallout worlds to come out. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Fallout, fallout worlds is the ability to go in and like, set the server settings and decide right, right, right. how you want to play. I, think, I mean, Worlds is going to be an incredible update for creativity. Yeah, I'm probably going to create a new character when I roll in that. So, And I wanted to do it, you know, I wanted to do it back live again. Mm-hmm. But now that my schedule's back to fucking... <laughs> right, I can't right, have right. mornings again. So I don't know if the live is even going to happen because I, I will not stream in the evening. I'm just, I fall asleep, man. I fall fucking asleep. If I do yeah. it in the evening, I won't do it. So that's it. Cool. Neo. Yeah, I'll be really quick, actually. Um, I played a game that I actually can't talk about right now because I'm currently mm. NDA'd on it. Um, oh. But hopefully, didn't even mention it by... Can, you how do you feel NDA Thunder? I had to... I how gotta, do you feel NDA Thunder? You had NDA too? I have an NDA project right now. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit! Yeah. That's so cool. Pound it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. What, is, what does NDA mean? It means it's a non-disclosure agreement. agreement. Non-disclosure agreement. No, but yeah. you can't even disclose what you're playing. Is that I don't right? think so. Yeah, I can't can't stream it, can't talk well, can't talk I, about yeah, it in I a setting like can. this for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I played a lot of that and that's it. We'll talk about it when whenever that lifts. I can we'll we'll definitely discuss what that game is. Um, and then the other game I've been playing is Final Fantasy fourteen. I've been hopping in doing the mm. epilogue. This, I this know. man is just stealing I know. everything I'm gonna talk about. Tonight. I know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, if it helps, I also tried to play more Returnal and tr- I'm still trying to beat that game too. Um, oh nice. I'm I'm making it a point to like finish games that I'm starting. Um I almost booted up Near last night. I was gonna play the Near Replicant thing, and I was like, nope. Mm. don't do it you still have to finish the other thing you did you uh you bought um so yeah um i i'm enjoying chilling with all the the massive amounts of people that are currently into final fantasy 14 and trip oh it's insane i'm it's, gonna tra- we're gonna transition into you because i have nothing else really to add to it other than i'm enjoying crazy. playing old content with all y'all for the first time mm-hmm. and it's been it's really enjoyable to like kind of like bring people through the content together and it's yeah i love the community aspect of the game and it really does elevate it as much as the story is already really good on its own um yeah. it's, get, it's getting me more excited for the expansion this fall oh i am so hype yeah Brand walker and i have a feeling a lot of us like even more of us will be playing it at the same time together so it's going to be mm-hmm. like a really cool experience because normally it's a very staggered like, oh, I finally am catching up, you know, to the story that, you know, everyone's usually on different levels. And I feel like this is going to be a moment where we're all like doing the same thing at the same time together. And that honestly, like, we'll probably experience content together and raids and the trials. And it's going to yeah. be really fun. I'm actually really excited to do this. So, trip. It is, yeah, it we'll, is a, very, go, go a very, very exciting kind of aspect of the thing. Um, on, a, on a similar note, me and my brother last night, did one of the um, 
probably not the final one, but maybe one of the the last, second to last dungeons in Shadowbringers. Uh, and we did it together. We both have never seen it before because we're we're burning through the story together. Uh, it was the two of us, and of course, like two randoms because you get put in with random people and you just do the uh, the duty finder in the game. Um, but that was that was already uh, the coolest experience that I've had playing a regular dungeon in the game because which dungeon was it? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, spoilers, slight spoilers for Shadowbringers. I'm not going to go into too many details, but if you are a Shadowbringers player, or I should say a Final Fantasy 14 player, um, maybe cover your ears for like 10 seconds. It's when you're making up uh, your way up the mountain. Okay. Oh shit! Are you? Oh shit! You're kind of at the end. In the end it's of the, it. Yeah, I feel it. It feels like it's the end. Okay. Nice. Because it after this, I have a trial uh, of what I think is going to be the final boss. You of, sure, of you sure do. So, uh, so we stopped right after the dungeon, but the dungeon was me and my brother, uh, the white mage, uh, bless their soul. They were very bad. We were helping them through as we were playing. Um, but they were obviously brand new too. And then we had a, a DPS who I feel like had played it before, but wasn't being very helpful except mm-hmm. to criticize, which I get it. Like, no, 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 not me. But like, well, I'm asking you what what your position is. Tank. Healer. Oh, oh, I was a DPS. Uh, I was playing a um, a dragoon, like a long lancing jumping character. Final Fantasy. Oh, that's a uh, lie. Does, I was actually in it. Final Fantasy does team of four, two DPS. Healer. Yep, and then tank healer. Yeah, tank. Got it. Exactly. That's the base. Oh, party. you said it's a tank healer. Like it's one person doing both. Uh, no, tank, comma healer, comma and DPS, comma DPS. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Got it. Um. So. The coolest part was that because the other person who had played wasn't really kind of telling us what, what was going on, um, and me and my brother were on voice, I was figuring out mechanics. We were we were figuring out mechanics together for a dungeon, which uh, has never happened in Final Fantasy XIV because when you queue in for a dungeon, you just run. You run through and follow whoever is who's leading, usually the, the tank. And mechanics have like, already been figured out. Like, people yeah. just steamroll it, yeah. My brother was the tank for the dungeon, so like he was setting the pace essentially, and like neither of us knew exactly what what to do. We just experienced it as we went. Um, but we were having so much fun trying to actually, in the moment, figure out the mechanics. And this being the most recent expansion, like they're pretty complicated. Like you're, it's more than your basic like you know orange mark on the floor, don't stand there. Like they change and shift and different ways to indicate how an attack is coming. Um, there's also a. Uh, uh, like a debuff that kept stacking on you the more that you got hit. So not just not only are you penalized by taking your health away, but you take more damage with every subsequent hit if you do get hit. So you just die faster by misstepping around the arena as you're fighting these bosses. And that mechanic went the entire way through all the three boss fights in the dungeon. Uh, but the coolest part of all that, because uh, you guys know and people listening know that I'm I'm a huge fan of that. Like the puzzle element of these games, you know, the, the puzzle element of battles, the figuring out secrets, the, like, that's my favorite part of destiny raids. Um, any kind of challenging content. I love figuring out like what the puzzle is, what's the secret, what's the dance you have to do in the fight to, to be perfect. Right. What are all oh, the it's, a, it's definitely a dance. Yeah. Um, my brother actually said to me unprompted, that was so cool actually figuring out how to do the fights. Cause usually we're running through and I was like, I didn't my, even, I didn't even try to like pull it out of him. My man understood. He got it. I was so stoked. So that was, that was the one dude on the team. The one dude on team was critical. Yeah. So that? like, well, so the healer was pretty bad. Um, they weren't using effective spells. Um, they weren't uh, using 
their effective spells effectively, uh, they weren't just aware uh, of what was happening to them. Like you can get hit a couple times in a new dungeon, obviously, like everyone is going to, but they weren't taking that feedback and immediately uh, implementing it. You know, like they kept saying, I don't understand how I'm dying. I got, I'm like, it never tells you where it comes from. So like, I would take a few minutes to be like, it, it does, you know, like, like after that first attack, like when the second one start, there's these things you want to look for. You want to stand here when that happens. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, uh, so we had to like, really kind of like, like handhold and teach them. Um, but it, it wasn't overall bad because like at the end of the day, they were like receptive to it. And they, uh, even typed in chat, uh, thanks for dealing with like my dumb ass. And we're like, no, it's fine. Like you're going to be new to the game at some point, you know? And like, I feel like this person probably in a similar way was ran through everything as they go through the game, you know? And, and mm -hmm. you don't, you don't learn much doing that. Like, no, even if you've been through the dungeons, if you level straight to 80 and rip through the story, like you're not going to learn your basic skills in a super effective way that you would by like just spending a lot of time and grinding the content or diving in on your own on a deeper level. They probably have to go hand in hand. So yeah, and it's probably a mix of both, right? They probably didn't fully understand how and when to use their spells. And they just probably never really paid attention to like high end content and how it challenges you in your positioning. Yeah, so I feel like they learned. There's you know. a lot there's a lot going on in combat at any time and if you you are steamrolling through content you're not learning how to adapt in a in a like a high battle situation and it, it honestly like I I I don't understand how you could just skip to like okay I'm going to buy my level 50 token or whatever and skip right, all right, that right. when the game is trying to effectively teach you how to play it as you progress, yes. right? That's effectively what the early level, like one through 50 to 60, that's just, that shit's just like, we're teaching you how to, how to play the game, learn your rotations, yeah. well, game, your skills, literally like yeah. doles out skills to you as you level. So leveling up from level one is a great way to learn how to play your class because you just get skills one at a time and mm -hmm. you can just, you know, insert them, them in. into your, yeah. your rotations. Yeah. So, uh, it took a little while, but because of that dynamic, we it really felt like we had free reign to figure out what the mechanics were, and that was a lot of fun. And it just it was a great experience, top to bottom. Um, outside of that, me and you raided. We did the Alexander raid. As yeah, we were talking about it's fun doing Woo. old content. And oh God, my God, I, man, they're that, the best. That raid. I know everyone has said like you got to do Alexander. It's so good. It's incredible. And I believed everyone, but the extent to that. It was just, it was mind boggling. Like the way they weaved the story into the main story, but also in between the, uh, the different raid levels that you did, which is so engaging. And I was streaming this, I think it was Monday night. And that was my entire night of streaming. Like it became this incredible content. Everyone was engaged. Everyone was so involved in the story. You had like the battle elements of their actual raid sections for like exciting gameplay. And then you had like, the story that happened after it to like figure out what's happening in the world and why we're doing this. And like, it's this self-contained story, but also ties into the wider world. It was just, it was the perfect like entertainment vehicle. And I just had a blast. I played until like, I think it was two in the morning. We finished up or something. Maybe oh. something. But still, it was, it was late. It was, but it was so much fun. I couldn't stop. See, that's great. I'm really, I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And not to mention the music is just so it's my favorite. Music. My favorite yeah. music in the game. Oh, pretty pretty much. It's pretty much up there. Um, if you want some real challenges, trip like some real mm -hmm. good combat challenges, 
we should go back and do the savage versions of a lot of these raids. I because, do want to. Because yeah. that is where a, a lot of the mechanics really matter. It doesn't matter what your gear is. What matters is your skill and the coordination you have with your team. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. that you is honestly where the real challenge is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So like I'm glad they put like the normal level in there so you can progress through the story and just enjoy it and experience it. But yeah, Savage is where those fights really shine, the Savage modes. Yep. Um and I know Rowan I'm down to do like dude like Rowan minimum eye level. I'm down to do all that stuff. I mean, I, I know it's probably hard to get a team together that wants to do that, but Yeah, it is. Um uh, Rowan asked me like a week or two ago, he's like, Look, man, I'm trying to get some like a like a hardcore savage rating group. And I'm like, dude, I would love to do that. I just don't have I can't make that commitment. That is like a commitment I cannot yeah. I cannot give to you. <laughs> but um yeah, so Rowan I know he know would be it, doing it. He wants me on that team. Mm-hmm. I don't think Rowan understands how hard I go for like for challenging MMO content, especially in raid situations. I don't think I don't think he gets it. He doesn't know. And that's fine. You know, especially me being new to the game. He doesn't see me as an equal. We're Mm -hmm. we're going to we're going to change his mind. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that moment. Mm -hmm. I'll join you. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm good. I'm good on that. But just it's it's been a wild experience. Uh, Every every bit about Final Fantasy 14. I'm just more and more in love with. I also found ever. out cool final story to, to cap this. Um, I learned about the uh, the legacy tattoo for legacy characters. So uh, if you didn't know, uh, just to fill in some backstory, the the game relaunched after a terrible, terrible uh, launch of the original version of Final Fantasy XIV. I want everyone knows, but just in case you didn't, um, players who played when it first launched in what they called 1.0. If you stuck around, you got a couple like bonuses. You have like a cheaper subscription fee. You got some in-game rewards and things like that. Um, and I am a legacy player. But one thing I didn't know is that legacy characters have a back tattoo. You don't select this in your character creation screen. You just it's on your character. It's on Whoa. the upper back of your character. Um, but not, it's not, not a tramp stamp. Not a tramp stamp. No, 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 no. Upper back, not lower back. Not lower back. Okay, cool. Um, just checking. It's not something account based. So if you made a new character on your legacy account, you would not have it. The tattoo is there only if you imported your 1.0 character into the relaunch when a realm reborn came out. Wow. And I learned about this and I, I didn't know if my character had it. And I logged on, took the shirt off. My character had it. That's dope. That's I got real my legacy, dope. my legacy tattoo. Because I just never remembered if I actually imported that character or if I started from scratch. Because I spent the summer before launch uh, in there, like they had like an alpha period and like did a couple phases of that and like you know feedback on the message boards and stuff. And I was involved there, so I didn't know if I like if that data was involved at all or if I started. I just couldn't remember. It's been literally seven years, you know. And you know, I played this <laughs> super casually in all that time, literally until this year. So I just I couldn't remember what the situation was. So I was actually stoked to see that it was the same character, and I, I got the little that's little an tattoo that's guy. an important character you have there. I know. It's Can't very ever cool. let it go. Never. So cool. Anyway, that's me. A lot more Final Fantasy fourteen to come for sure. Oh hell yeah! GTA Online is how you uh, t- tattoos are how you present like successes, like things you've accomplished. Oh yeah. So, yeah, like certain things you do in the game, you unlock the ability to go to the tattoo parlor and like tattoo yourself with something that shows other players that you've done. Yeah, yeah. You know, like a crazy skull if you've killed like five hundred players. Or right, something. and in the game, people know what that what that means. Uh huh. 
Oh, that I don't fuck with that yeah, guy. Exactly. That it's the same like, thing, dude. Like in any of these games, you know, like whatever uh, special skins you have, emotes, mounts, uh, whatever the case may be, it's like they're all just digital flexing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, I guess because I completed the Dark Brotherhood stuff, I, I unlocked a title called Executioner. Nice. <laughs> My title is Executioner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, very nice. It's not, P- it's not PvP that. though. It's not, I didn't earn it in PvP. I just yeah. earned it in playing story missions. <laughs> no, but you got some brand new player, and they go, "Oh shit!" I'm gonna stay away from yeah, Felix. Her good. Stay, stay, stay away from that Executioner over there. Execution. Okay. I'm gonna get executed. That's I'm gonna get executed. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. You guys ready to get into uh, un- unpacking this this nice conspiracy theory? What well, the I don't fuck know, is man. Blue Box? Because Blue Box sounds like a plot item from fucking Succession. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it sounds like a red herring. <laughs> Honestly, this I'm whole thing could be a red herring. Let's go. All yeah. right. So yeah, like you said, this whole thing could be a red herring because we've seen this kind of behavior before. And I'm going to start by talking about what this this game is and what um yeah who is blue box what what are they making why why do we care so what are we talking about here back in i want to say okay april 7th we got this trailer in during one of the um sony play uh you know state of play conferences and it was this kind of like weird ominous trailer lots of real looking footage i'm actually playing it right now on our um on our stream right now uh, twitch.tv slash immersion underscore gamer if you want to watch us live um a narration thank you thank you um a lot of a lot of real uh camera work going on here i actually can't tell if this is cg or not um and it's just really looks like it yeah it's just really weird right like so we got that and people were like yeah, okay okay forest uh, kind of monochrome just just very moody atmospheric got a very very uh uh, found footage look to it very mm-hmm. much so very Blair, Blair witch like yeah yeah, yeah. um and yeah. so this game was a, was announced as abandoned and by blue box studios and blue box the name of as, as being abandoned not the, not that they abandoned the game no the name of the game is yeah. abandoned yeah, Called abandoned. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i'm not a fan not a fan of that decision I'm of like, the name of the name blue box is abandoned, abandoned the, game yeah did they abandon <laughs> development i mean what is going on here mm-hmm. abandoned uh so yeah we got that trailer and people were like okay this is a little weird and they looked up blue box and no one really knows what it is um here wait the end of the trailer here we got a little first person footage with a person with a gun in their hand gameplay reveal coming soon it says um so there you go that that happened so after that Rumors kind of went a little wild. People were thinking that this was a sleeper Silent Hill game. Um, let me see if I can. And there's some reasons why people are saying that. Um, okay, here's the, here's the article I pulled up for this. So, a few things that happened. They had a podcast. Blue Box had a podcast sponsored by Konami. All right, so that's that's part one, right? And uh, people were like, okay, that's a little weird. Konami is the makers of Silent Hill. That's, that's their property. Um, very interesting stuff. Um, the next thing that happened was... Um, oh, well, there was backlash to that because soon after, um, they had to come out and say, no, we're not Silent Hill. 
uh, because one of their tweets was like, can you guess what our game is? Let's see if I can find this tweet. Um, they had a tweet that said, shit. It was like, fill in the gaps. This is what our game is. And on the tweet, it had an S as the first letter and an L as the last letter. And it was separated into two words. So, oh, people, so that's very much so pe- like Silent yeah, Hill. people were like, you're making Silent Hill, right? Like, is this mm-hmm. is this just Silent Hill? Um, so people were kind of like, like thinking about that. Then Blue Box whips this out and goes, are you ready? We are. And this picture. And it's a blurred image behind their title, abandoned real time experience is what they're calling it. Um, and behind it is a guy that looks like that. He's it looks like he has an eye patch on. So oh, everyone yeah, look at that. So everyone's like, are you just making Metal Gear now? Like, is this is this a new Metal Gear <laughs> game? And people are thinking about the uh, exp- uh, the time that Hideo Kojima um, announced phantom pain not as himself but as a fake studio called moby dick studios and he behaved as the the director of the game as a man covered in bandages on his face and he showed a a weird trailer with a whale and a man on fire and it was like wow this is a real some real horror vibes turned out to be the new the new metal gear solid game uh metal gear solid 5 so everyone is kind of like this is just this is just another marketing ploy um, with this. Um, the director, I don't have I don't actually have the video for this, but the director uh, of the game came on Twitter and recorded himself saying, "No, I'm not working with Kojima. No, this is not a Silent Hill game. This is th- this is just our own project, our own thing." Um, and then, of course, today. Um, uh, they were supposed to release their technical demo um, or like a, like a real time experience of a demo. Um, and they had to delay it because of technical experience, like technical issues that they're, uh, they're, that they're experiencing. Um, but yeah, so there's literally a whole subreddit about this. People are talking about blue box. Is this good marketing? I couldn't tell you. Uh, one article suggests that it is, it is taking a hit a negative effect on on it because they're setting up expectations that are probably not going to be met when they realize this is probably just an indie studio making a new game right like this is probably not what people are going to expect or built in build in their mind of what it is um so yeah i wanted to talk about this a little bit right well okay i like what you're saying there not Mm -hmm. giving fans of a particular game information accurate information in your art in your marketing can backfire dramatically as we saw with cd project red <laughs> and the release of cyberpunk yeah like they gave us nothing and they let our minds run wild and what did we do we fucking expected crazy shit and crazy shit is not what they were ever gonna fucking be able to meet right go ahead yeah i now, mean yeah go ahead oh sorry i heard i heard felix say go ahead um right off the rip I don't think this is something that they're trying to do. I think this is just the internet taking a couple uh, very, albeit strange coincidences and creating a story about this because people want Silent Hill 
they want Metal Gear. They want these franchises to come back, and they're desperate as hell for any sign that they're alive and and breathing and will be on next gen in some capacity. Right. But isn't yeah. Trip, and, isn't that their fault because they haven't given enough information about their game? So, so there's two things that I see happening here. Um, uh, short answer, po- like yes, possibly, but like I don't think they're doing this on purpose. I think the the fallout is happening because of again expectations not made by them, uh, and I don't think the studio was ready for this kind of a reception, and they're they don't know how to handle it. The um the director has come out multiple times in different statements saying you know this is not the games you guys think it is there's no connection to hideo kojima um none of this is true uh he's even said that it upsets him that people think this Mm -hmm. right um i i don't think he's saying the right things i think he's coming off as more like you know more sad about it than he should just be like you know look you guys can believe what you want to believe but the game's going to release on this date and it's going to be an indie horror game uh hopefully you enjoy it for what it is you know, like if that kind of a statement came out, that would go a lot more, I think, than him kind of crying foul and being upset about how people are perceiving what they're doing. Because um, you can't uh, control well, the optics. You really just can't. You can't. You know? but, and so I think he's doing what he thinks is right. Um, it just It's not enough, unfortunately. Dude, uh, the founder of Blue Box Studios, I'm on his Twitter right now. He, mm-hmm. he, is, he has no tweets before July 11th. I do think there's like some kind of marketing there's going some, on here. I mean, this is weird, right? Like he's supposed to be a game a, developer in the industry, probably for a little bit at least. Oh, you're saying like the account was, was established. Like that. the account has no tweets before July 11th. And when well, was it created? That's a little, <laughs> trip. That's a little, weird, Oh shit. Man. He joined November, 2013. That's how old this account is. Mm hmm. Like there are so many yeah, weird so, so, things. So he deleted everything before July to create this enigma around around the game. This you is know? some this is Kojima this is some Kojima ass shit. That's all I'm saying. Like it's it, no, it's just it's mysterious. And there are Kojima esque. Uh, it was the eye patch. It was the that eye everyone? Patch that yeah, because then we got. This article here, which I'm still I'm still showing off to the for the chat here. Recently abandoned rumor suggests it's actually a Metal Gear Solid game, but <laughs> there's no way. On on Twitter, um, someone did reply to that original tweet that suggested it was a Metal Gear Solid game because of the blurred out image of an eye patch. They replied to that tweet with the stock photo that is blurred out in the picture. Like, right. it's just oh, a stock, it's photo, just a stock photo in an eye patch, and multiple people have replied to that reply saying, "Wow, yeah, I checked this out. I do graphic design, whatever the case may be, and this is the actual photo. This is the photo for sure. It's just a stock picture of of someone with an eye patch, you know." But like, yeah, the text is Metal Gear ish. The fact that it says like, you know, what it's a virtual experience or like a real time, like a real time experience. Yeah, that's like a, a you know. It's like like uh Kojima will put like you know tactical espionage action under the title. Like just like yeah. it has a Metal Gear energy. But like if you look at it. the image, which I have on the screen right now, um there above abandoned, there's like this white blur. It looks like there's more text. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some there's something that we're missing in this image. Yeah. And I think that's we're, intentional. No, we're, we're not missing anything. Yeah, we're we're being shown 
exactly what something. we exactly what we're mm-hmm. we're meant to see. Yeah. 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 No, this this is just a guerrilla marketing campaign. Uh either going very well, uh, or going off the rails a little bit, but still uh doing great for the company because you know, Blue Box has put out nothing before this, and now uh the majority of games journalism is talking about them. Right. So um, that's a success, I think, by any measurable statistic. The real-time experience, let's say hypothetically it's not any of these games, right? Mm-hmm. The only game that I've had a real-time experience in that used real-time versus game time was the original State of Decay that me and Locke have brought up on the show multiple times where you play the game, you have a party of like five or six people, you do your thing, and then you set up camp or whatever, and then you leave the game, and while you were at work, the game would have things Oh, just happen. play, yeah. It would just, your party would just get attacked and killed by zombies. You'd come back in, and then like four members of your party would be dead if you <laughs> had three days of not playing the game. <laughs> oh, so, shit. So I'm hoping this game is not like that, because that was, they had to patch that shit out, too, because the original State of Decay stopped doing it that way. It was like a, they tested the waters on that mechanic and that really pissed people off because you'd come back and your whole fucking party's gone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. that'll do it. I'll piss yeah. people off for sure. But but if, if, do you think that's what they mean by real-time experience? Like, it uses real-time versus game time to accomplish things? I don't know. Maybe. What, what would that um, even look like? Maybe they mean everything in the game for however long the game takes happens in in real-time. Like, you know, video game yeah. time can kind of like, like 24 impress like 24. things. The show right. 24. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe it takes place over like a whole day. You experience every hour of whatever this character goes through in a horror Ooh. experience, something like that. Maybe the map is real time size. Could be. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like actual fucking nuts. Yeah. Like, and even that, like, we're used to like a shortened city, you oh, know, yeah. in a lot of like modern games. Um, yeah, fucking, whether, uh, it seems like it, it's all magic to make the city more traversable. Right. Yeah, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the size of like Greece and like all of the islands of Greece, but mm-hmm. and it was big and shit. It was huge, but like you could get across it probably in a fifteen minute run, right? <laughs> you know, <or laughs> right. twenty minute run or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nah, it would take you way longer. What that, if what if it's if actual time running. they're talking about? What if it's like a time element, a real time element, what, what, mechanic in the what, game? What, what do you mean by that? Like some kind of like. They mess with time in some way. I don't know, like Majora's, like, to, like Majora's you're Mask. Just saying the word time, time. <laughs> yeah, no, like Majora. You know how Majora's Mask was all like a, that game was supposed to be a real time game. Obviously, the days were shorter, but everything in that game happened in a in a mo, in a moment of three days, right? Like, mm-hmm. and then you just live it all over again. You can reverse it. What if what if it's something like that? <laughs> what yeah. if it's all real time? It could be. It could be an Animal Crossing expansion. Animal Crossing was real time. Jesus. Can you imagine if this is Nintendo? Be like, hey guys, <laughs> abandoned new the, islands. The fact that Sony's involved means that it's not, but like right. yeah, this be, is, that'd be a power move. Yeah. This is being published by Sony. So I don't know. Kojima has a history with Sony. Like a really good one. Yeah, everyone has a history with Sony. Like everyone like, yeah. whenever people go like like, oh, this is Kojima or this is Metal Gear. It's like, yes, this can also apply to 17 other studios and 17 other games. And it's just like, it's cherry picking of the details to highlight a narrative. 
It's a, which is what people on the internet a, love to do about a lot of topics. <laughs> whenever they want something to be true. They do. They do love that shit. Mm-hmm. Man. And people, yeah, well, I, I, I guess we'll have to see. I wonder, I wonder when this delay, uh, I wonder, I wonder when there's going to be no longer a delay on this. So we haven't effectively seen anything of this. Right. Other, other like, than that, other than the teaser, there was a teaser, but we've seen no official gameplay. Yeah. We've seen, well, they promised, uh, an app. They said you would be able to download an app for this game. Mm-hmm. And the app is just trailers for the game, but the app got delayed too. Yep. So there's like nothing really tangible that we have. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Just deep dives into into Reddit conspiracy theories. Yeah. Literally before the show, I was looking at Reddit posts, being mm-hmm. like, okay, what are people? What 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 are what conclusions are people drawing with this thing? Like, yeah, it's very interesting. Now, like, it looks like it could be, you know, it looks very, I don't know, I've never played a Silent Hill game, but it looks like what I've seen Silent Hill to be, right? But, like, all, a lot of that, that was also general horror. You know, you're in, a, you're in the woods, it's spooky, you know, dead trees, shadows, oh, that's that's what it says. ominous, you know, camera angles, a, a God's sign, town. God's town, yeah, like, like. It's what all, does it mean? Spooky. What does it mean? Right. What does exactly. it mean? But there can be mysteries. I, I, the internet needs to know. Okay. I'm going to tell the internet for the first time ever, obviously. The there internet. can be mysteries without involving Hideo Kojima or PT <laughs> or Silent Hills or Metal Gear Solid. Not God, every mystery how, in gaming. How great was PT though? You know what I mean? PT was so good. PT is incredible. This has PT vibes, even though it's outside. Mm-hmm. I did that on my stream. You know? I did PT on my stream. That was pretty terrifying. You know why this reminds me of PT? Like, like specifically because of what's in here. The um, the cover of PT, like on the PlayStation, was woods. It was like, like it was uh, like a forest, like this, like yeah. Dead tree. It was uh, like eighteen eighty seven studios or whatever, and that was their yeah. logo. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was another fake, any, a fake studio. Found, yo, trip. Any found footage, film, or whatever, generally starts in like a wooded area <laughs> right right <laughs> that's like these because of course like it's tense it's uh it's scary you don't want to be there you don't the want to watch someone in first person be there either you're in the middle of nowhere with nothing you're abandoned mm-hmm. i think i think the, <laughs> another really funny thing is currently their their pinned tweet on twitter is we want to set things straight we have no relations with konami silent hill is is owned by konami we do not have any relations with kojima it was never our intention to tease this game as silent hill we sincerely apologize that is their pinned tweet instead of their own trailer or like their own information about their game right like that's a very I don't know. I don't know. Course man. correcting, bro. Like pretty hard. Like that to me, I would take that literal. Okay, you know, it's well, it's I'm a, a little bit of both, though. though. Like if again, if you're getting this attention as an indie studio, you would be dumb as shit not to lean into it. Yeah. No one gives a shit about your game. They give a shit about the potential Hideo Kojima game. Mm-hmm. Your game is just luckily enough to be that game. So don't post a trailer. No one gives a shit about your trailer. Post a tweet that says, you know, when people are going to like kept you waiting huh? on Google, just say like, kept you waiting, what, huh? You know what I mean? What tweet's going to, going to SEO the most 
a tweet that says Hideo Kojima, Silent Hill, Konami. That tweet's going to go right to the fucking top of Google, not a trailer for a new Blue Point game. Blue Box. You know what I mean? Blue Box, thank you. Uh, More yeah, like blue balls, so, am I right? So <laughs> they've got, uh, so they've got a really good social media person, I'm pretty sure. Right. With that being the pin tweet. I also think it's I think it's fascinating yep. they're they're teasing their their trailer as like an experience and like an app like that you're gonna get mm-hmm. and like you get there's like a phone app or something too that you need to get. They're making well, yeah, this, this whole phone like, app that's that's delayed and the phone app is apparently just trailers of for the game in the phone app. That's so weird. Right. Like why it not is. just make a trailer? They they are doing this is like a really weird marketing thing that they're going for. I think there will here. be trailers, but there will will also be this random app where you can watch the trailers inside of question mark your phone um, we, we don't know it'd be hilarious if there was uh that the only connection to hideo kojima was like they hired the guy who helped him come up with his previous marketing stuff to like make to their marketing yeah yeah but it's not like he's not a part of it at all but they just right they came up with a similar they got his marketing guy well like for pt that was a fake fucking marketing guy look what the marketing guy's fucking doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, PT you know? PT was a fake studio, also. Yeah, right. But Ko- I mean, there's, Ko- there's, Kojima there's announced it. Kojima was like, "We have something special for you. You can download it today." And then it was available. Mm-hmm. And yes, it was a fake studio. But funny enough, that studio logo was also part of the puzzle of P- of solving PT. Interestingly enough, in what way? Do you remember? Yeah. So when you first get caught by the ghost uh, monster woman lisa, yeah. lisa thank you um it throws you back to the um to the logo and if you hold the i think it's the touchpad while you're watching mm-hmm. it or whatever the thing that the, the zoom in button that you had right like the like you get like a little zoom yeah, button. Yeah, yeah i forget what the control is but yeah you could like as, as you're looking at something you could like click I think it was one of the sticks. It was one. Okay, yeah, it was one of the sticks. You click it in to like kind of just zoom the camera in closer to whatever you're looking at. So that function actually had another behavior, which was it would focus in on a puzzle piece hidden within the whatever you were looking at, and the one of the puzzle pieces was uh, hidden in there. And if you walked around the hallway of PT, there are scattered puzzle pieces. Well, they're not puzzle pieces; they're like torn up pictures. And yeah, as that was you, one of the. the one of the sections you had to find all these torn up pieces. Right, and then that actually filled up a picture on the wall. And it, it filled out, like, I guess it was a picture of uh, Lisa. So, yeah, that was, like, a part of it. Like, it was just really well done, man. It was it was really well done. Kojima, man, he's so good. There's there's another part of this where the, um, the developer, uh, or the head of the studio, I should say, for Blue Box, like, their last name uh, uh-huh. apparently translates... To Hideo. Oh my god, no! On a, if you put it into like Google's no. translation from uh, Turkish, which is his nationality, to uh, the Japanese. Yeah, if you put a... Uh, so it's Hassan uh, Kraman. That's the, the studio head. If you put Kraman into Google Translate, Turkish to Japanese, it says Hideo, apparently. Trip! <laughs> But see, do we <laughs> online translators are terrible? You know? Yeah, but the breadcrumbs are there, trip. That's that's like a literal something that anyone can go, oh my god, look. 
the Look, no one's ever gone the other way. I'm gonna do it right now. No one's ever. I don't think anyone has ever reported on. Oh, uh, we yeah, we translated it. from Japanese to Turkish, and this is what we got. You know, like uh huh. I'm calling. Let me, let me I love right it. Now. I love it. I love your. I love your ma- your brain right now. This is this is all bullshit, man. This is all bullshit. So bullshit. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Japanese. Dude, Twitter Twitter's mad too. Join the join the club. <laughs> Dude, people are people are really upset about it. Not or people like you know. Quick message. Oh wait, I found I found the tweet about his message. Yeah, on June twenty first, he had a message. He's a real person. He's not Kojima. Okay, so on Google, if you go train, if you go Japanese to Turkish, you do, and you type Hideo in Japanese, you get, uh, you get Karaman, you get his last name. That's, but I, I reversed so, it. So stupid. I reversed <laughs> it, and Karaman does not translate to Hideo through Google Translate. It translates to something else. But I don't know enough about Japanese to know if like trip, the symbols what, trip, have, have alternate readings that could trip, be Hideo. What does it translate back to? This is part of the puzzle. What does it translate back to? Uh, this is important. If I'm if I'm going to believe Google again, we have to believe the 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 translation uh-huh. service here. Uh-huh. It's Yusha, Y U S H A. Yusha, what does that mean? Exactly. Translate it to English. Oh my god! <laughs> Translate it to English. <laughs> Translate Yusha to English, please. Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> This is fun. This is so much fun. I love this. I miss this about you're like, a, you're like a kid in a candy store. Kid in a candy store, baby. Give me a good marketing mystery, and I'll oh, eat that shit, shit up. Num 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 num. And then I'll probably get bored when it's all done. It'll be great. Japanese to English. Let's do that. If it translates to abandoned, I'm gonna flip out. Shut so up. You, you, Yusha uh-huh. translates to, to hot water person. Hot water person. Yes. You heard that right. Hot water person. We solved the mystery, you guys. Solved it. We solved That's it. That's the name of the video game. Yo, watch, the, to you. watch there be a, uh, a villain in the game or a monster in the game that's a hot water person. There will not be because none of this is true. And there you have it. We have pulled apart the conspiracy. Hmm. Hot water person. Debunked. (laughs) Debunked. Debunked. Any any other final words on this? Yeah, go on, Trip. What's up? You muted yourself. Trip, you're you're muted. You're muted, bud. Trip, you're muted. In Discord. You're you're Discord muted. He, he, he can't he, he's he, just talking he, he can't hear us he, you discord mute in discord in discord you muted us you hit your hotkey there you go i did i you did hit your hotkey <laughs> yep um what i was gonna say uh yeah the internet exists in 2021 for this yeah okay doesn't exist for anything good for humanity doesn't help us out in any measurable way the internet exists to make anyone at any given time think that something in the world is being made by Hideo Kojima. 
and this is the newest thing. That's what the internet exists for. Is this entirety. this is like six degrees to Kevin Bacon? The the new six degrees to Kevin Bacon. Yes, but in a, in a much more annoying way. Oh, I love it. This the, the <laughs> so the six degrees to Kevin Bacon is just a fun way to tie you know one actor to Kevin Bacon through shared movies. Um, you could play that game with Hideo Kojima. You sure could. Six degrees to Hideo Kojima. You could play it legitimately in the same way. This is just pure conspiracy theories because people people want this shit so badly. They mm-hmm. want Silent Hills so badly, or any new Silent Hill game in the they series. Do. They want a new Metal Gear that's dead because while all this sounds great and seems magical, the fact of the matter is Konami owns the rights to both of those franchises and they fucking hate Hideo Kojima right now. And that's, yeah. those are the facts. That's, that's fact. the fact that no one on the subreddit wants to acknowledge. Yeah. Look, if I'm wrong about this, it'd be fucking insane, but you're probably I don't right. Think, I don't think, oh, I wrong think you're this. right. By the way, today is the seventh year anniversary of PT today. I Happy went to, anniversary, PT. I, I went, have a I went to Kojima's. Today, I really don't. <laughs> oh, that's all right. You're just here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have a dog in this race. I'm not like I'm. I'm betting on the I'm betting the on make, whatever horse. I'm making on the uh, make the internet sad horse. Uh, yeah, Please. I'll bet on that one. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I love making the internet feel like that's shit. a fun. That's a fun one. Yeah, it's like my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. I thought I thought I saw him tweet something the other day. <laughs> it was fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah. So what do you what do you think, Neo? What do I think it is? Oh, I definitely do you, do don't think? think it's Kojima. I definitely, no. I definitely think they're probably inspired by Kojima's marketing, but mm-hmm. I think it's backfiring because they don't have the built in cre- or the built up cred that Kojima has, which is why they're probably getting a little bit of like people being like, "You're lying to us. Why are you doing this?" And it's fake. And it, Kojima's the founder of a lot of people's feasts. You know what I mean? Like he's the inspiration. He's like, yeah, you know, like so the inspiration. and that's, that's going to be happening more as we go into the future. As we go into the future, there's going to be more game developers who are inspired by games he created, who then want to write something similar to him. And you're going to see kind of copycat behaviors. And I bet, I bet a lot of current happen. developers are very much influenced by Kojima, like mm-hmm. e- easily like metal gear solid one is, God, that is one of the most influ- influential influential video games in modern video games. Like it literally. I missed it. That's all right. I, you could look, still play it. Play it. I yeah, I, you sh- you could, and I I think you should because ultimately you'll play it and go, wow, I get a lot. Like I get the motivations of like a lot of game direction now. Technically, the only yeah. Kojima game that I've ever played is Death Stranding, and I didn't finish it, but like I enjoyed what I played. Like yeah. I was blown away by. Mm-hmm. How cinematic he is. Um, yeah. His choices. So. Um, the best part about Metal Gear is every game gets infinitely better every every time, I think. Fuck it. I keep forgetting that way back in the day I played Sons of Liberty. Never mind. I played Sons of Liberty. Oh, no, there you go. He's that's, in. That's a good one. I forgot. That's a good one. Sons of Liberty is a banger. Now, just in a, yeah. in a final, yeah. um, in a final shooting my own point in the foot, uh, just to kind of, I guess, throw the pot for fun. Uh, Jason Schreier, everyone's favorite internet um, journalist celebrity for games, did tweet out, I think at some point, that said, I would be very surprised if this is not Kojima. 
or something. Jason, why you got to say things like that? But I think I think he's just like in on the hype. Yeah. Or in on like the 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 mystery around it all. Cuz I think that happened on the uh um the Hideo Kurama and translation thing cuz he had that in the screenshot of his tweet and he's like, "Come on." And I was just like, "Tell him, Jason, stop." Because the amount of people that listen to Jason Schreier and take what he says as gospel is far too many for him to be leading credence to rumors to this theory. Yeah. It's very true. You're but, very, you're very right. Well, I guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. We'll keep you posted. Blue yeah, box watch. Blue box watch. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Neo Yoshi. You can follow me at Twitch at ne- Twitch.tv. I'm sorry. I'm fucking. <laughs> These conspiracies are too much. Um, it's too much. Twitch.tv slash Neo Yoshi. Uh, Twitter is twitter.com slash neo underscore Yoshi. Follow me there. Um, I'll be going live with some games when I figure out games to play. I promise you'll probably see some Final Fantasy 14 at this point because that's that's what I'm playing and nothing else. Maybe near. Who knows? We'll see. Trip Zero. Who knows? Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. I am Trip Zero. You can find me on uh, all my socials at Trip Zero TV. I stream on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right now we're doing uh, like half skyward sword and half final fantasy 14 um i have probably a bioshock series playthrough nice in the future as my like first part of the stream which is zelda right now and then yeah we we fill in the back half with uh, with final fantasy 14 with destiny 2 stuff you know my my ongoing games that i that i love and are dear near and dear to my heart and uh, besides that stay tuned for the uh the return of the daily reset the emergent gamers new daily morning news show this monday Felix are good. Uh, yeah, this is Felix are good. I currently play Elder Scrolls Online and Fallout 76. I am at twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood, but currently right now I haven't streamed due to work scheduling issues and a lot of fucking shit. Um, but uh, one of these days I might come back in the mornings when I stream in the mornings. Um, one of these days. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it's going to be sometime this fall. And I'll be playing Fallout Worlds, and I'll be playing Fallout Worlds in a very, very specific way, uh, usually on a harder difficulty. That's what I like to do, to torture myself in front of all you people. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's me. Twitch.tv slash Felix are good. Nice. See you next right. week. We'll, uh, see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah, we don't, have to, we don't have to do it as the beginning of the show. It's just like, we're, I think we're just doing it just for fun right now. Hey, Chad, have you seen this? It's cool as shit. Yeah, so we're we're bringing in the, uh, this was done by Mr. Menti from the Fireside, actually. He oh, damn. This together. Yeah, it's a long time ago. We've had this for a while. Oh, no audio. There you go. You right. Look at some of the games in there. They're like really old fucking games. Man. Oh, yeah. Really I saw, games, saw a little yeah. Zelda Ocarina of Time. Death uh-huh. Ocarina of Time. A little Halo, a little Splinter Cell. Very nice stuff. Little cool borders. I think there was some old Tomb Raider in there, I think.